Welcome back to Cold America. I'm Chris Coleman, the host, back here again today. Uh, start out with a brief news update. 1225 is still in existence, so uh, yeah, nothing's been done. Anyway, that's uh, <laughs> that's bad news. And that's what the news is today, so I figured I'd start out by letting you know still bad. Now, <laughs> let's get into... Why you might actually be listening to this. Let's start out with Champs League. Um, I know, look, it is currently right now uh, about 2 a.m., about 2.30. I don't know, somewhere in there. Because uh, we closed down. And now I'm here uh, from Monday night, Tuesday morning. And I'm here doing the podcast. So here we go. Champs League today, this afternoon in about 12 hours. You got Chelsea against Borussia Dortmund. Dortmund won the first leg 1-0, all right? Now, road goals no longer matter, but the aggregate does. Uh, This match tomorrow will be at Chelsea. Chelsea's favorite, they're minus 125. Dortmund is plus 345 to win the match. Uh, The draw is plus 285. Um, (laughs) You know, uh, Chelsea's won seven out of the last nine Champs League home games. Borussia Dortmund has lost... Five, uh, all five away, their last five, I'm sorry, they've lost their last five away versus English teams. Um, they've lost five, uh, but they have advanced the last five out of the six times when they won the first leg, like they did there at 1-0. I got to tell you, I kind of like the draw in this game. I think it would be 1-1, so... That over-under is at two and a half. That would put the under. But I kind of like the draw. I kind of like the under. And then uh, I like Dortmund to advance. And the other match that is Tuesday, Benfica against Bruges. Benfica won 2-0 in the first leg. They're minus 280 to win this match. Uh... Club Bruges is plus 755. The draw is plus 430. Look, Benfica, they're 8 0 2 all time. Never lost to a Belgium team that Club Bruges is. Club Bruges has lost 5 of 7 to Portuguese teams that Benfica is. <laughs> so, and now you know where those clubs are from. Um, it's 45 times in the history of Champs League, 45 times. A team has won by two or more goals in the first leg. All right? 44 out of 45, that team has advanced. Only once did it not happen. And I think we all remember back in 2018, 2019, when Paris Saint-Germain, they went into Old Trafford and they worked Manchester United. They did. But then, the second leg. Back in Paris. We we did the frogs in Paris. That's right. Only Manchester United, the greatest club in the history of clubs, could pull off this feat. And they did. Eliminating eliminating PSG. Um it's a, look, but for tomorrow's game, Benfica, uh you gotta take them. Uh, I like the under of three goals. I like the under, even though I know Bruges is going to have to throw it forward a little bit. Hmm. It's already down 2-0 going into this game. 
So you know they gotta get they gotta you gotta get forward. You gotta press the issue. But I still like Benfica and I like the under. And on Wednesday's games, Bayern Munich against Paris Saint Germain. Speak of the devil. Neymar is out. He will be out for a while. He's having season-ending surgery. Uh, so the official line for this game has been pulled from the board. Now they do have the goal lineup. That has Byron at minus a half goal, minus one, and the over under a three, three and a half. Obviously, we'll wait. You know, the way this Byron won the first leg, one zero. Um, look, this is Byron Munich. Twenty two times they've won the first leg. Only twice have they not advanced uh, after winning it. You know, twenty and two is a pretty good record. Uh, but these two teams, they're six and six all time against each other. This will be the thirteenth meeting all time. Paris Saint Germain started out up four to one in this, okay, and now they're six and six. If that tells you where things are going, I like Bayern Munich in this game. I'll lay a half goal goal right now, uh, even before the the money line comes out. I like Bayern. Uh, I like uh, yeah. It was one zero in the first leg. But I'm gonna take the over the second leg. You gotta believe Mbappe's gonna find the net. Him, or, no, I mean PSG does have some stars. Yeah, honestly, I don't like Neymar. I think they're better without him. But that's just my opinion. The other match on Wednesday, you got Tottenham versus AC Milan. Tottenham is minus one ten. Uh, AC Milan plus three hundred. The over under is two and a half. Milan won the first leg one zero. You will see a trend as we go through Champions League that the EPL teams did not do well in these first legs. Um, Tottenham is uh, the loss to Milan was the first time they had ever lost to Milan. They were 2-0-2 going into that match. Now they're 2-1-2. So it was their first defeat. They have lost four of their last six home Champions League matches. And they will be at home on Wednesday. AC Milando won 13 and 7 versus the Premier League away here in England. Um, but they're 18 and 3. They've advanced 18 out of 21 times when they won the first leg. And I could see this game honestly being, you know, 1 1 draw. Maybe Tottenham has a shot at the end. Harry Kane misses a PK. Oh, too soon? Never too soon. Never too soon. You missed the PK for England and eliminated yourself from the World Cup. You should hear about it every day for the rest of your life. Um, so sorry, big guy. So sorry. Hmm. But those are our Champions League games for this week. Obviously... I'm going to try and get on here. Look, yeah, last week I didn't do it until Tuesday morning. Now it's it's Monday night. Maybe next week I'll get my lazy self up and get it done Monday morning or do it Sunday night after we close. I don't know. I don't know. You know, we'll see what we can get done. Let's switch over to basketball. we got conference tournaments starting this week. We want to take a look at who's going to win the conference tournaments. You know, each one of them. Uh, looking at odds and obviously who's favored, whatever. Mm. We're not going to do every conference. I mean, I'm skipping 
you know, the American East, uh, which Vermont should win, but we're going to skip that. Uh, let's, let's go through. I'll tell you what, I will start out with the Mountain West. Uh, the Mountain West, there's a lot of parity here. You got San Diego State, Boise State, Nevada, Utah State. Uh, you know, even if you get on down there to New Mexico, UNLV, they're, they're you know, outside dark horse shots there, and then the rest of them. But if you're looking for value, it's Nevada at plus 400. But honestly, I think San Diego State, the favorite, they probably get it done. But if you're looking for some value, I'd go to Nevada. Um, the ACC, the Atlantic Coast Conference. Oh, buddy. What a topsy Toby. I want to let you know right now, the University of North Carolina is in the first four out. Okay? Now, having said that, here's the odds to win the ACC tournament. Duke's the favorite at plus 200. Virginia right behind the plus 325. Clemson plus 600. I'm sorry, Miami plus 300. Then Virginia plus 325. Then Clemson plus 600. Then if you're looking for odds, here they come. Boston College, 20,000. Um, you got uh, Florida State, 15,000. Georgia Tech and Louisville, 25,000. NC State, plus 1,000. Notre Dame, plus 25,000. Pitt, plus 1,200. Um, Syracuse plus 6,500. Wake Forest plus 3,400. North Carolina plus 600. Hmm. Right there in the middle. I'd like to remind you, it was, you know, in December when they were ranked number one in the country and Alabama beat them in that multiple overtime game. It was a sloppy, ugly game, to be honest. But, you know, we're like, oh, we beat number one. And then we're like, North Carolina's garbage. Why were they ever number one? What's going on here? They're not actually garbage. They just haven't put it all together. Can they put it all together? They have the talent. Can they put it all together? Now, for betting purposes, we're not taking Duke at plus 200. This field's way uh, way too much parity in ACC for only plus 200. Miami at plus 300 is very enticing to me because I think Miami wins this tournament. You heard me. The Hurricanes of Miami. And it's not because it's all about the U. Even though my life kind of is. Just a different you. The one that you know, doesn't send everyone to prison. Well, I would like to send some people from 1225 to prison. Which does remind me of those Miami teams. Anyway, that's a different topic. No, I mean, no. It's very similar. Very similar. Only, you know, the U did not break as many laws as 1225 does on a daily basis. Um, about the same number of murders. They're, they're pretty close to that. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I do not like that place. Um, as we go forward, uh, Carolina's not bad there. Plus 600, it's hard to turn that down. They, they're still going to wear the Carolina blue. They still got the name Carolina on it. Mm, we'll see. Could you imagine them not being in the tournament? Though? I mean, I can't imagine a tournament without North Carolina. Well, we saw a playoff without Alabama this year, so... Anything can happen. Yeah, we saw cultural play on the Crimson Tide of Alabama. So, yeah, all right. But at the same time, whew, I think they win a couple of games. I do think they get in. Uh, I think they'll get help. And the name North Carolina carries weight. Uh, da, 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 da. 
I'm not doing the A10. Uh, I'll just tell you briefly, I'm not going through all of it, but Dayton at plus 175, VCU at plus 125. You got St. Louis there at plus 450. It's one of those three. I kind of like Dayton at plus 175 to get it done, but it's the odds are bad in that. I'm, I don't like theirs at all. Uh, the Big East, you always got to like the Big East tournament. I mean, it's played in Madison Square Garden. There's no better venue for a conference tournament. Uh, I like that. And I'll, I'm going I'm to tangent it here. You know, this year it's in Nashville uh, for the SEC. The SEC is rotated around some to different places, St. Petersburg and all that. And I'm good with that. Can we please rotate the SEC championship game? Now, don't get me wrong. Brian Denny East has been very good to the University of Alabama. And I don't have a problem with it. But the cesspool that is Atlanta does not deserve to have the SEC conference championship game every year. Let's rotate it. What's wrong with Nashville? Huh? What's wrong with uh, New Orleans, maybe? But now you got Texas and Oklahoma coming in the next couple of years. Dallas and Jerry World? Okay. We done pretty well there, too. By the way, we done pretty well in New Orleans. Like, well, we've just done pretty well. <laughs> it's a historically, no matter where you want to play it. But there's other cities in the southeast and in the south. I think it's re-rotated around. Anyway, but Madison Square Garden, back to this. You got uh, UConn is the favorite, plus 175. I like this UConn team. They're scary. Uh, Crichton is at plus 200. Marquette, plus 325. Xavier, plus 500. There's good value there. There's good value with that with the X-Men. Um, Villanova's plus 800. Uh, after that, you get on up there, you're, you're kind of reaching with the Providences and Butlers of the world. But uh, St. John's. Uh, but I kind of like the X-Men at plus 500 for value. Uh, but I, th I think it's UConn team. Watch out. Watch out. Um, skipping on over. The Big Ten. The Big Ten. Talk about parody. It, it was Purdue than everybody else in the regular season. What? What? All right. The big man. You know, whatever. Clay, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on Purdue. I, my, my personal opinion, overrated. Yeah, that's my opinion on Purdue. I think they're overrated. Mm. They're plus 120 to win the Big Ten. Uh, too much parity for that low of odds. Indiana plus 500, that I kind of like. Maryland plus 600. Uh, Northwestern ended up as the two seed, by the way. They're plus 950. Indiana's the three seed. Indiana being the three seed and where they are in the in the bracket now, I kind of like because the top four seeds get the double buys, and then you know you win that they'll they'll get the winner of Northwestern and whoever because they're the two uh, Northwestern and whoever they end up playing, and so this this is all in Chicago by the way at the United Center, the Big Ten <laughs> Big Ten's played at the United Center. They get to walk by Jordan's statue when they walk in the stadium. Oh, that's that's phenomenal. I'm sure Nashville has something cool. No, they don't. Maybe Charlie Yargo will be outside with Nick Snow, you know, playing some tunes for you as you walk in. Who knows? Who knows? You don't know. Throw some, throw some bills in the hat. We're okay with the kind that jingles, but we prefer the kind that folds. 
<laughs> coming to America. But throw some throw something in the hat for me if you want my see him playing. Um, but anyway, I, I'm going to go with Indiana plus 500 for value. Uh, the Big 12. Okay, the Big 12. This is in Kansas City. You got Kansas at plus 250. Okay, that kind of makes sense. You got Texas at plus 300. You got Baylor at plus 400. TCU plus 500. K-State plus 550. And then the rest that are all well up there. Um, yeah, Kansas is good. They are. But value-wise, plus 250, not really great. I could see Baylor, you know, Texas. But I'll lead Baylor on this. But I don't even know what I wrote down on my sheet over there. I can't even see it. Uh, <laughs> I, I threw my paper away. My notes after Champs League. So I was like, oh, it's basketball. This is off the cuff. Um, I kind of like Baylor plus 400 just because the odds. But they're not a championship team. Kansas should win it. Maybe leave it alone. Um, I'm skipping the WAC. I'm skipping the MAC. M-A-A-C. The Pac-12. Let's get over there. Pac-12. Hmm. Your odds on favorite are UCLA and they're minus 125. I'm not taking anybody minus to win a conference tournament. Get out of here with that. Get out of here with that. Arizona plus 175. Okay. Okay. I can I see that. Um, then you, you go the rest of them. Man, it jumps up quick. After that, the next lowest odds or USC at plus 735. Then Oregon at plus one at plus 850. Then it goes into the thousands after that. Um, I'm going to go Arizona plus 175. I hope they see UCLA in the final. And then you got a possible hedge there if you want it. Or you could, you know, you got good odds on that game. Go from there. Uh, Conference USA. Your odds on favorite is you is Florida Atlantic at plus 105. Then you got UAB at plus 175. North Texas plus 200. I'll I'll go with the Blazers. Let's go UAB. Um, the rest of them get on up there a good bit. So we'll roll with them. The Southeastern Conference. Hmm. Hmm. Your odds on favorite. Well, that will be your regular season champs. The conference player of the year, the freshman player of the year from the University of Alabama in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Alabama. Plus 125. That's terrible odds. Oh my gosh. They got Tennessee at plus 250. And, you know, all right. Kentucky is plus 375. Now, they used to call it Catlanta in Atlanta. This Kentucky team is not those. Uh, A&M plus 500. Why? Because they just beat Bama when Bama didn't care. Obviously, when Sears was busy throwing the ball away. First play of the game, the last significant play of the game, Sears turnovers. Um, actually, first two plays of the game, the last significant play of the game, Sears turnovers. But uh, then all the rest of them, it jumps up. You know, plus a thousand Arkansas, plus a thousand Auburn, plus nine thousand Florida, plus twenty-five thousand Georgia, 
LSU. No. Um, I will tell you that I will be open by noon Thursday, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, obviously, Saturday and Sunday. You know, we'll open even earlier than that. But I'll be open by noon early for the conference tournament. Uh, so y'all can watch some hoops with me if you're out and about. Well, come join us. We'll be here. I, I mean, I think Alabama should win this tournament. We're the best team in the conference. Uh, there's there's no question in my mind about that. I would love to get to play Tennessee again. And even though it's still in the state of Tennessee, it's not in you know, Knoxville. And uh, I'd like to see this one. I think this one could be a lot of fun. Um, skipping over, if I can hit the right buttons here. Do, 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 do. Sorry, it's taking me a second. But there's a... Uh, you skip over and take a look at the standings. You know, how they how they ended up and everything. Um, in the conference, which I'm scrolling to right now. Yeah. Alabama ended up 16-2 in conference. A&M was right behind them, 15-3. Kentucky, 12-6. Then it goes down. Tennessee, Missouri, Vandy, all 11-7. You know, and then down from there. So you see why the odds are the way they were. Here's the, one of the things that I look at. In this conference, Alabama was obviously undefeated in Chris Coleman Coliseum. 15-0 at the house, baby. Hmm. Nine and three on the road. A and M seven and four on the road. Kentucky six and four on the road. Missouri five and five. Everybody else had a losing road record. Everybody else. That's why they're down there where they are. All right. Tennessee four and six on the road. That's why I don't have a lot of faith in you in this tournament. You're not in your own gym. You haven't shown me. And don't give me your out of conference schedule. You're 22 and nine overall. That's cute, but no, that's not that's not enough. You look at the Pac-12 on theirs. Um, UCLA nine and two on the road. Arizona six and four on the road. USC was five and five. Arizona State was seven and six, but everybody else uh, below it. Um, let me jump back over here to the Big uh, Ten. Big Ten. Purdue was eight and three on the road. Northwestern was seven and four on the road. They're number two. Everybody else losing record on the road. All right. Now you see what I'm looking at here. Kansas in the Big Twelve, seven and four on the road. Everybody else in that conference losing road record. That tournament's in Kansas City. Is that a road game? Technically, it's a neutral site. Technically, it's a yes. But come on. Yeah, is it really? So, y'all see what I'm looking at. You see where I'm at on that. Just going through some of them for the conference tournaments. Let y'all know, uh, know where, what I think. Now, the real reason that a lot of y'all tuned in today. I know. T-Town Dark League. Let's jump into it. Let's jump into the T-Town Dark League. Now, I will say, there's still a match pending from last week. Uh, the dark side was not able to play Elena's Long Chaffs, so that week is still, uh, are there, that game is still yet to be played, but the current standings gave, you know, of everything, Wheelhouse is on top of the table with 81 points. Last week, uh, they, they, uh, they won against, uh, the Dartman Cummins 7-5, they were 5-5 going to the first year, I believe, and yeah. 
they weren't, and you know they won the pro shoot. So seven five uh, win, and they're sitting on top of the table. Third Dark Magic had their civil war at the Red Shed against five and a half men, and they took it personal. Uh, <laughs> I think they won twelve up, uh, and they're they're seventy five points. They have six points behind the wheelhouse tonight, Tuesday night. Throw Dark Magic goes to the wheelhouse. This is one versus two. Team that's been number one all year long is at home. But they have not played a better team than the one that is walking in that door. Uh, common opponent, you know, last week, like I say, 9-3 to three against, I mean, uh, they beat Dartman coming 7-5. Throw Dark Magic beat them 9-3. to three. Dartman had to play both those teams on the road. So, yeah, they were they were rode on both of them. That'll be uh this will be interesting. That'll be a good match. I you know if we want to play it, I get out there to watch. But I know I will hear all about it from both teams. Um, the Dortmund Cometh are sitting in uh, third place with sixty points. The New Dark Order from Galettes, the young guys, they're sitting there and and girl Jordan's on and all that and girl. They're uh, they're sitting there with fifty five. Dark United, my team, is sitting there with 52. Elena's Long Chest, the four-time defending champions, only one point behind us at 51, and they have that match in hand. So you got to assume they'll get at least a point or two. And we still haven't played them yet this season either. Um, but then you've got Watch My Smoke, who was at 45 last week. Uh, last week, New Dark Order, let me back up. New Dark Order played their Civil War down at Galette's against Over the Hill Gang, and they had a good lead at the half, and they ended up holding on to win 7-5. to five. They lost to Pro Shoot, and you know, it was, uh, I guess, 6-3, you know, or 6-4 going into the Pro Shoot, so they knew it was going to be 8-4 or 7-5, or and uh, Over the Hill Gang won the Pro Shoot, so 7-5 for New Dark Order. They won the match, but I know it wasn't as much as they wanted out of that. Um, Dark United, we played a Civil War match against Watch My Smoke. Who, buddy? That that team is better than their schedule, than their points say they are. Um, Tui, Wayne, Sides, Matt Jones, Sonya. Uh, who did I just miss? Who did I just leave out? Tui, Wayne, Sides. Sonia, Matt Jones. Oh, they had Daniel Jones, but he's he's gone now. Um. Anyway, uh, we were tied five to five going to the pro shoot, and Walden and I were able to win that one, so we won seven five. Got back to got back in a, in the win column after a couple of weeks against the two teams I talked about that are in first and second. Um. But then you had uh, we will travel down two galettes to play. Over the Hill Gang, Samuel Adams. Uh, we go down there to play them tonight. We'll be at Galette's. That's, uh, that'll be a fun one. Kim and Marvin and all the old people. We'll go down there and play them. Uh, we need we need to come correct in that one. Short Shafts and Stinky Tips are sitting there currently holding that eighth and final playoff spot at 33 points. Houndstooth right behind them at 31. Over the Hill Gang sitting right outside of it at 30. Five and a half men right behind them at 27. The dark side's at 24. And they're they're still only uh 
was at nine points out of the final playoff spot, and they have the match in hand against Atlanta's Los Angeles. So, um, it's real tight between those bottom teams for that eight, the final playoff spot. A uh, lot of lot of battles going on there. The other matches I had not brought up. Watch my smoke. Uh, Tui and them, Matt jo- D. Matt Jones. They'll travel to top shelf to play short shafts with sticky tips uh, <laughs> in a good match tomorrow night. The Houndstooth will go to the Dartman Cometh. Uh, Atlanta's Long Shafts will go to the Red Shed to play Shane and them um, over there. And then the New Dark Order comes to Unique to play the Dark Side. So the well-rested Dark Side uh, <laughs> after, after not playing last week. So... That's that's the docket for tomorrow's games. Switching gears, we'll jump over to the singles league. This is in no way close to having accurate standings because some people have played in the week 9 and 10, and some of them haven't played half their games yet. But just looking at it, currently right now, Tui's sitting on top with 34. Uh, me and Will are both sitting there with 32. Wayne, who did Wayne things today, has come up and he's there at 28. Uh, Matt Jones at 25. Sam Williamham at 23. Ryan at 20. Ben Lowe at 18. Uh, JJ at 16. Sonya at 14. I'm playing uh, I'm playing Ryan for our week 10 matchup, which is next week. This week is technically week 9. I'm playing him because he'll be gone for spring break. So I'm going to play him tomorrow. You know, and skew the stats a little bit more. If you look over on the east, Hoss is up there at 41. Nick Chachesta from Glorybound, the, Dep- the director of sanitation, at 35. Drew Rhodes at 28. Wes Smith at 26. You got Beck at 18. Mack at 15. Sam Hart at 14. Kevin Breen at 14. Kenny at 12. Kyle Oglesby at 11. Meet at 10. He's played two matches. That's it. He won six to one the first time. And then the last one was Nick Chichester last week. And he was down 3-0 and came back and won 4-3. And a really good, really good match. I mean, Nick's a good player. Yeah, really good player. Meets me. I think I don't need to hype him up anymore. I think everybody knows who he is. But he's sitting on 10 points. Like, look at the standings. You're like, oh, okay. You know, yeah, he had not played him. And he's got to get them done. You got two weeks. There's three weeks left of the season, but all matches must be played and completed by the next to last week, except for the final week, so that everybody knows where they're at going into the playoffs. So he's about to have to play a lot of darts over spring break, I guess. I don't know. Hopefully they can get them all done and get them in. Anyway, guys, that is my time. Uh, it is currently 2.45 a.m., I need to go take a nap. I got errands to run in the morning, like I said, playing uh, Ryan at around 3.30ish. I told him, I was like, I'll be there by 11 a.m. He goes, okay, I'll be there around 3.30. Yeah, all right, cool. But uh, I'll play him tomorrow, um, and then we go down to Gillette's tomorrow night. Got to hang out with my boy Oliver and Keon and them the other night. We were bouncing around, you know, between here, uh, Unique and Red Shed and Gillette's. That was a lot of fun. I, I miss hanging out with those guys. It was nice to be able to get back together with them. I'm here at Unique every day at some point. <laughs> every day at some point. Uh, 
some days longer than others, but you know, I'm here, swing by, holler at me. If there's anything on here that you know you want to comment on it, you wanna you wanna let me know, hey, I'd like to hear about this, or I wanna hear about that. You know, hey, why don't you ever talk about this? Then you know, uh DM me, comment on social media if you you know you're cool and you're young and you're hip and you use social media. So pretty much everybody on planet Earth but Clay. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, that is my time. As always, I'll leave you with this. Shoot the score. Play to win. And when you get married, make for damn sure that you are the ugly one. I'm Chris Cole.